baby. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Andy Brant Bernard. And L.A. Nick. L.A. Nick, the special guest the second hour at Car Selling Secrets. What do you think of that? <laughs> I'm actually going to do the Walzer commercial, too, when we get to it. He's going to do it? I always wonder why they don't do, oh. well, they don't change it to Car Buying Secrets. Like, how do you buy a car better? We don't better? actually talk about cars at all. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> say, you hardly <laughs> never talk about cars. That's well, there is that. <laughs> A couple of great guests coming up today, a lot of great conversations, some car selling secrets move from Thursday to Wednesday. We'll be right back, kick things off. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. You know, ladies and gentlemen... Before we announce what's going on at Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, I must point out that it's my grandma Minnie's birthday today. Oh, cool. Wilhelmina. November 25th, Wilhelmina. She your, would have been 132 years old. Your grandmother? My grandmother. Your mom's mom or your dad's mom? My mom's mom. mom's mom. I miss my mom's mom a lot. Oh, one of the greatest women ever born. Yeah. She was phenomenal. Mine was born in 1900. Now your mic's not on. So she, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's just not turned up very loud. Wow. There we go. There you go. She right. was only be 120, project. I guess. Who, your grandmother? My grandma was born in 1888, I believe. I think that's right. Wow. They've seen a lot. My grandmother just died a couple years back. She's 96, and she's seen it all. Yeah. I imagine that's true. Very quickly, as we go into the Walzer Automotive Spot, my Monopoly story, I already told it on the KQ Morning Show. I'm four years old. We're living at 1200 Spruce Place on, on Loring Park. And Minnie's over there, and we're playing Monopoly. Right next to the Idle Hospital, if right I remember right. Right across the street, absolutely. I used to live there, actually, around Spruce. Did you? Yeah, when I yeah, first moved here. My sister Vicky and I watched Idle Hospital burn when I was like three years old. Maybe four. Maybe I think I just turned four. So anyway, we're playing Monopoly, and Minnie rolls the dice, and one of them falls on the floor. And this is my grandmother, whom I adored. She said, Tommy, pick up that dice. And I said, it's a die, Grandma. And she said, why don't you? <laughs> wow. No no doubt that she's your relative. Yeah, yeah, there's no question where it came from, is yeah. there? No question where it came from. Tells a four-year-old kid, why don't you just die? <laughs> <Why don't> you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Well, uh, I want to talk quickly with Nick about something that we don't talk about very much. Walzer has a lot of side businesses. We have six body shops, but we also have a car rental agency. And my good friend Nick, I connected him with a guy that runs it. His name's Roger Latour. Roger and I go way back to the Wilkins organization in the early 90s. 
probably about the nicest person in the world. And and he's very good at his job. Yeah. Um, so Nick travels around the country stealing 50-year-old motorcycles from <laughs> unsuspecting widows. Like. That's right. What is this old Harley-Davidson work? Well, you know, it's a little rusty. We'll give you 500 for it. And sometimes he needs to get out of town at the spur of the moment. Uh, and Roger always takes good care of Nick. And uh, Go ahead and what, tell the best, him about the best, the Nebraska best, The thing. best part about it. it dealing with them is when you walk in the door your cars they just hand you the keys yep. it's like literally like here you go and you're like nothing they, you sign one piece of paper and put your initials in three places and you're out the door it takes two seconds and dropping it off is even quicker you yeah. just pull up and drop it off he's really good at what he does yeah. so and if you're in the need for a rental car check you can go to walzer.com and look at the rentals and, and to tell them nick sent you yeah he's a great guy and they have great cars and you know and one thing i have to say this because most rental cars do not have this. You can rent a pickup truck with a hitch. Oh, and yeah. you can trailer something. They don't mind. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is nice. You know, that, to be able to have that option. I didn't trailer anything this time, but I did need a pickup truck. Yeah, when you're taking advantage of widows all over the United States, you need, <laughs> oh, that. No, you need I like, something that's fast I with a big deal hitch. With, I only deal with mostly <laughs> men. Just but, mostly men. But yeah, they're a great rental car. And you guys also have dent, paintless dent repair. Yep. You have... Uh, detail places. Yep. You guys have almost everything covered yep. in the cars. Yeah, Gla- the glass are, repair too. <laughs> walls are out. We're here on the. This is a great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next to these things. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I Doug. thought I was long-winded. <laughs> Keep going. Now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Walls Automotive Group. They do offer a lot. Did he? He's still not going to stop talking about walls right now. Thanks, Doug. I was listening to the morning show. I'm glad that you finally listened to the Black Pumas, a band I told you about five yeah, months ago. Did. Well, I I really miss R and B, man. I just I don't like rap music. I think it's garbage. Have that's, you heard that's my that, favorite? Have you heard the new ACDC album? No, I heard it's it. It is phenomenal. That's what I heard. Like you, every song's like you you heard it already a thousand times, and you were 16 again. It's it, it's the most. It's probably their best album ever. Fantastic. I remember. It really is. It's back in black all over again. Years ago, when some critic said, you know, you've basically released nine of the same record, and I think it was Malcolm Young said, I beg your pardon, it's actually ten. <laughs> <laughs> but this one's really good. It sounds, it's it's literally, I think, up there with Back in Black. Like, it's going to wow. break And Brian's records. back, right? Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. It's a phenomenal good album. Him. Okay. He had tinnitus, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Axl Rose had a big part of them. Getting this together. That's what I understand. And, and he yeah. pushed them to do it. And I tell you, I'm glad they did because this album, this album's going to go right to the top. I hope so. I I'm love, surprised. I that, I'm surprised a lot of stations aren't are already playing it because aren't they? Not locally, out of state they are. I just drove back from Colorado and a lot of stations were playing it, but not here. Oh, we got to figure mm-hmm. that out. I'll run it by. Well, one the thing about the modern be. music industry. It was a lot simpler to deal with rights back when it was like, you know, two record companies owned literally everything. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, Capital it's like... Columbia. Yeah, different records can have different, like... You have to get the rights to play it in the first place, and those right holders can be... There can be three, four different companies <laughs> what is just to play one What is the big licensing album. companies at Harry Fox... What's the name Fox. of the company out of New York? I looked, into, like I looked into it 30 seconds of a Judas Priest, You Got Another Thing Coming, and the price was astronomical yep. to use it in an ad. Yep. It was 
I was at a double take. It was like three hundred thousand dollars. They should have probably gotten the title right because it's wrong. I know. It's you got another think coming. But they blew it. Well, That's they, they, they say, Americanized it. They Americanized it. What do you mean you don't know if you believe it? It's 100% fact. Wait, you, got another, you think that's right? What? You got another thing coming. That's where it came from. What? It's not another thing coming. <laughs> I never knew that. What? Another thing coming makes no sense. You got it's rock thing and coming. roll. It's just, it always makes sense. Well, that's true. That's a very good that's point. Yeah, they wanted like 300 grand to use just oh, like God. 30 seconds to that song. Wow. Got another thing coming. It's a great song. The whole, I, I, whole actually, album actually, I Actually, I... I was a fan before that album, Unleashed in the East, and I thought that album was kind of a letdown, British Steel. Did you really? Yeah, because it was too poppy for me. Yeah, I understand. And and people have to remember, back in those days, there was no such thing as a station playing any metal. They didn't even play Motley Crue. They didn't play any metal. No Metallica, no anyone. That was too hard for radio. That's true. I got a question for Andy. Mm-hmm. Got a listener that just texted. Is there any way to listen to Car Selling Secrets live today, or is it just being recorded? Yeah, no, know. it's we're live right now. Okay, so we're live right now. So um, that's good. On Although, Facebook. Although if he doesn't John. know that, he probably didn't hear you say that. So, are we on oh, yeah. Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we are. Yeah, we that's are, where yeah. most of my friends watch it. Listen right. to the show on so yeah. Facebook. Yeah, we're yeah, we're still on Facebook. It's just uh, just the audio though. Fine with me. Yeah. Oh, it's just the audio? Yep, oh, just the audio. Didn't know that. Because they want you to wear... Uh, See, you know the masks we are wearing, wearing masks right now? And you can't prove that we're not. Yes, exactly. Other than so that's video why. proof. i got to run something by you guys, because I just saw a piece of news. I was talking to Doug about this before you guys got here. There are two guys in Lauder Hill, Florida. Okay? They're in a Wawa. Well, they're going into the Wawa. And they get in a ferocious fist fight. Matter of fact, they're fighting so hard, one guy's pants falls off and his ass is hanging out for the whole fight. All the time. All the time, exactly. But they just beating the hell out of each other. You know what they're fighting over? Why were they fighting? You're never going to guess. One got the last hot dog? Nope. One guy had the audacity to hold the door for the other guy. Oh, my God. He said, don't hold the goddamn door for me. I'm not crippled. I'll tell you, I, I was just on the way here. People, you're, people, they've lost their minds. People are just dicks. They are. They, they're crazy. <laughs> they are, yeah. man. They're you, just dicks anymore. Nobody lets you over. They I give know. you the finger. It's just ridiculous. They're riding your ass. If I'm doing 65. The speed was only 45, and the guy's riding my ass. Oh, that yeah. happens all the time. Dicks, it's man. like, yeah. how are you? What? And where are they going? There's a red light right there. I know. Like, where yeah, are you I going? Know. Where are you going to go? Yeah. People are just dicks. They're just dicks. We I, uh, have a phone call. Is it from a dick? I don't know. We'll find are out. you a dick, sir or ma'am? Occasionally, I'm a dick. <laughs> Occasionally? Not always? Occasionally. Yeah, occasionally, everyone's a dick. I was going to say everybody. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Jose? Not a lot. Just called to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Well, happy hey, Thanksgiving, you too. Joe happy from Thanksgiving. Louisville, ladies and gentlemen. I thought I had your number in here. Did you change your number? Yeah, he did. Oh, he changed his number. I did. They I look, have they, to they, add they've been one. looking for you, huh? So, Joe, have you ever punched <laughs> yeah. anybody for holding the door for you? Uh, no. That actually happened uh, in Lauder Hill, Florida. A guy punched another guy because the other guy was nice enough to hold the door for him. Rude. <laughs> well, it is Florida, so... Yeah. Um, and, and Lauder Hill. Everything, and Lauder Hill, everything yeah. bad starts with a man from Florida. Yeah, or does. Is, Lauder, does. Does, is Lauder Hill by any chance just north of West Palm Beach? 
No, it's south. It's like south. That's it's like the south. bad area. It's right? Lauderdale. It's is it near Fort Lauderdale? It's west. It's west of Fort Lauderdale? Yes. Uh, I've oh. never been out there. No, you've never been in Lauderdale. Not that far. Weird town west of. Just like middle. Okay. Oh, there are a lot of weird. Bell Glade. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, I know what it was. No, around Lake Okeechobee, you'll see some stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you will. I seen it. Got those places. It's like you could travel 15 minutes and you're in a different country. I stopped. This guy was selling boiled peanuts, and I'm not kidding you. He had a tongue hanging down past his chin. He was chewing on it, and it was. I'm not kidding you. It was down past his chin. He was chewing on it. Crazy that the meth dealers go. Yeah, we're not going to sell yeah. in this town. Yeah, we're good. That's at that was at Lake Okeechobee, and I I, was, I stared at him. I couldn't stop. Nancy, just somebody was like, "Stop, stop staring." I was like, "Guys, chewing on his tongue." Pat, stop talking about it. Gross. Yeah, you know that per capita, more people died of AIDS in Belgrade than anywhere else in the United States. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Because a lot really? of Haitians moved. They already had AIDS, and they oh, moved to yeah. that area. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's a joke from the early 80s. The worst thing about having AIDS is convincing your parents you're Haitian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that in 30 years. years. Or 40 years, actually. I wonder why. Wow. So, Joe, what do you got planned for Thanksgiving? You're not coming home, obviously. No, I'm going to cook a turkey breast in the uh, Instant Pot. A little kirk- turkey breast in the Instant Pot, and you're good to go. So Just else do good? the thing where you drop a frozen yep. turkey into a deep fryer full of oil. Really? <laughs> yeah, do that. Oh. Start uh, a massive it fire. It happens literally every year across the country. It does. You're you right. have very good audio. What kind of phone are you on? Uh, uh, mobile phone. It, actually, it does sound it, it, pretty good. Well, what kind is it? Because it's really good audio. Uh, well, it's a Samsung that... It's mm. called the Samsung, but it's Bluetooth that I'm talking through. Oh, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it that does. Sounds really yeah. good. Hmm. Sounds really good. Well, Pally, we'll have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for all your support over all these years, man. You you and your friends, all the guys out there, they support the hell out of this show, and I really appreciate it. Not a problem. We're here to serve. <laughs> we're, we're here to <laughs> Semper serve, Fi. baby. Semper Fi, mother Hurrah. It's true. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. Have a good day, sir. Joe from Louisville, ladies and gentlemen, great guy. Got you know Charlie in Albuquerque. We got people all over the world that listen to this podcast. I I just turned some people on the Denver to it. There you go. Officer Dave says he's playing the new ACDC album over and over. Oh, it's phenomenal! It's It's like you. I'm not Tony. It's like you just put on Back in Black again, but it's all different songs. It's 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 going to top Back in Black. I believe it will. I'm sure Nick knows, but if you two had to guess, I'm dad might know how many albums does acdc have i bet it's 15 it's way more than that is yes, it really it is. <laughs> not even close it's way more than that's that. not even, even gonna realm. guess 72 no well four thousand. i would go with 31 close 28 well, it's only 28 Holy i thought it was only 28 this is 28 right yes yes no this is 28 okay Did they have enough that they had their own radio station on, on 28 yeah. albums <laughs> on serious so. well, i mean like how the many beatles yeah, have, i was gonna say how many did they have i think they have more than that yeah they no, do they oh yeah beatles got a lot of albums we're together no, for six beatles years don't have many albums. you haven't they have heard a lot of, most of, albums. of their albums is the thing. a lot of albums yeah well so I thought they were like twelve. Do you or add together studio and EPs or 
Because yeah, they're EP is part EPs of the studio. Could, yeah. Oh, well, then they only have 12 studio albums. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, 12. The Beatles. The Beatles. And some well, of them are terrible, yeah. like Meet Tony Sheridan. They were all together for a couple Meet of years. Tony Sheridan. They were the backup Meet band. Dog How many songs yeah, do they have? But they that's were only the around for thing. a couple that's years. That's the thing. How many? Yeah, I'm I, thinking I of think songs total. I remember total. that the Beatles recorded about seven hours worth of material. No, who's that? The Beatles never heard of them. Yeah. What? Most kids never have. Oh. Tevin said, didn't they sing Hey There, Delilah? Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't look at him for like well, two Tom weeks. Jones, I was like, excuse me. Uh, we're going to take a break because we have a guest me. coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll be right back. As a matter of fact, Samantha Bennington, the widow of, of course, Chester Bennington, will join us right after this with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come. Knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need. Yeah, they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need Bilski. Tommy, our whole team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time. Because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Rockin' out, baby. Rockin' out. Ladies and gentlemen, the book... Falling Love Notes, Memories of a Rock Star Wife, Samantha Bennington. How are you, Samantha? Good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on, beginning with life-changing events from early childhood, carrying us through the joy and pain of significant events before, during, and after her marriage to Chester Bennington, of course, at Lincoln Park. Love Lincoln Park, by the way, Samantha. Uh, Thank you. Bringing us to her present day, a life as a mother, life coach, and entertainment entrepreneur. Samantha Bennington's soon-to-be-released book, Falling Love Notes, Memories of a Rockstar Wife, is the story of a fierce emotional journey. I bet it was a fierce emotional journey, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was, wasn't it? 
It sure was. It sure was. The, um, the readers are really going to go on a roller coaster ride with me. I hope everyone enjoys it. So and now, I where, hope that they... where did you and Chester meet? Uh, we met in Tempe, Arizona. Tempe, Arizona. Did, did were you in school? Did you meet at a show? How did you meet? How did you meet Chester? You have to read all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I can't so, man, give it away. Make a crappy interview. That's a good. That's a good take. Yeah. You want to know what the hell happened, Tom? Buy the book. I like that. I like that. Samantha. I'm sorry. I just can't give it all away. But yes, um, I do talk about it in detail about our first day and oh, okay. how we met. And and I would I would love for all the readers to be pleasantly surprised. Well, pleasantly surprised would be good. I, I got to be honest with you. As I said, I'm a huge Lincoln Park fan. I love Lincoln Park uh, from moment oh, one. That's wonderful. And it just broke my heart. It just and it, see, I can't even ask you that because that's in the book too. What the hell happened? Well, it's, yeah, it's it's all in the book. From my perspective, my my what my son and I experienced. Um, that day and each day after that, I really go into detail of how we feel about that. And um, I hope that this book gives some closure or maybe raises more questions or mm-hmm. gives some healing aspects to all the fans out there. And I feel like there's two different audiences, mainly is, you know, a music fan audience is one and maybe... A lot of people have been saying it really is, you know, geared towards women, but I I like to disagree and say it's just it's geared towards humans. So all of us experience a lot of the topics I discuss, and I, I don't leave any topic off the table. Do you, I mean, obviously it was a, it was a while later, but did you kind of, see something about Chester's uh, personality, the way he lived his life, that would have given you any indication that that, that would it end this way? No, and um, I would have not ever had any indication that it would have ended this way due to the fact of our conversations that he had with his, you know, our son and I. He shared many things. He was stronger physically, mm-hmm. healthier more mentally clear than I've ever known him to be, and I've known him since he was 19. Mm-hmm. So I have a very hard time with this because I don't really believe he committed suicide. Oh, well, see, so, you know, that's an... In- uh, so you don't believe he actually did take his own life? You can read all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, you're a good salesperson, Samantha. That's good, selling your book. It's a good thing. Yeah, well, I'm not seriously. trying to be that way. I just don't, I, I really don't want to give it all away. It's just, again, it's just my perspective, my memory, how I feel, what my son and I went through, that you will get to in the middle of the book and then towards the end. Because, like I said, I bring the readers on a journey with me from the age of seven to current. Oh, from the age of seven, really? Mm-hmm, that's where it starts. So I'm really using my life lessons and tools to help others. This book's purpose, this was written originally eight to nine years ago, but it was going to be released in 2017. So oh, with yeah. the tragedy our family had, we had to heal and focus and grieve and which we still heal every day, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not an expert with suicide. I'm, I'm a survivor. Well, see, now that's a good thing. That's a, that's a really good thing. 
Um, so he was 19 when you met. How old, how old were you when you met uh, Chester? 22. You were 22 and he was 19. Um, he told me he was 21. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're digging deep now, Samantha. So he said he was 21. Uh, so mm-hmm. did, did, was it something you just kind of went, because i got to be honest with you, I've been married to the same woman for 35 years. Uh, oh, God, it's longer than that, 36 years. Sorry. Uh, but I, she said she knew when, when she met me, and I certainly uh, didn't know it was going to go that far, but I I was wild about her the first time I ever saw her. Was that was that what it was like with you and Chester? It was such a spiritual connection, and I hate to be that person, but you're going to read all about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a spiritual connection, and he knew way before I think I knew, but yes, I, I believe I can say, um, since I already know what he said to his bandmates in grade A's, um, I and you're going to read this story. It's quite a cute little love story that I've added. That would be one of the higher Sounds moments. Because yep. um, it is an up and down roller coaster of a book, for sure, of, of high emotions that are sad and um, very hard to, you know, imagine. And then there's going to be these loving moments and hence falling love notes. Um, but yes, I do believe we both knew. Um, but then as you will continue to read and life goes on and you get older and you have fame and, you know, the different challenges we had that fall in the story as well, um, yeah, I guess our, you know, we went different paths. No, I, that's understandable. So, you know, since, since it's not in the book, you think the Vikings have a chance of making the playoffs? I was just going to say, who do you like in the Super Bowl? <laughs> See, there you go. I like it. None of my brothers are in my house right now because it's the COVID. So without them, you can't ask me football questions. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, so your brothers are not around, so I can't ask you about that. Uh, no, so basically what I want to do, Samantha, is just listen. We've only got a few minutes left, so I'd like to listen to your take on how the book went. Are you very happy with the book? Uh, all the, all the, you know, that's a lot of work. I don't know if people understand how hard it is to write a book. It's difficult. It's really difficult. Right now I'm finishing the audio book, and um, we just have a half a day left of just cleanup. That was, that was really intense, too. Um, but I really wanted to do my own voiceovers for the audio book because I really want to connect mm-hmm. with everyone. That was the whole purpose. Um, this has been extremely challenging, especially... I mean, I was finished with it and going to launch it in 2017. So to have this happen and then to just literally take your whole life and all your business and put it to the back seat because nothing mattered except for getting my son and myself and our family, both sides of family, somewhat stable and breathing and how do we manage getting through this. And and so it was very challenging. Um, Releasing it. Everyone's like sending me text messages. Are you popping champagne? I can't do any of that right now. I can't relax. We're in a pandemic. I'm shipping delayed. I can't get books to people. Um, The audio, you know, we're still finishing that. I can't really relax until I'm done because my purpose is to share with the world to be victorious and not a victim and to connect with humans and let love rule. So until I, you know, complete this, uh, journey all the way and see it. I'm a little bit of an overachiever, but I'm not a people pleaser. 
So I like to give 200% of me, but and at the end of the day, if everyone didn't like it, I tried my best, and I'm okay with that. And if I reach one person, I'm completely in gratitude for that. That's the purpose of the book. So then I'm fulfilling and living my purpose. Absolutely. Now, you, you had one child together, is that correct? Yes. We have one son who um, is 18 and is amazing. And how is he doing? He's doing very well. Um, he dove into his art. He's an artist like his dad. So that was a healthy distraction. And since the world's in this place, uh, he couldn't go to college, so he chose to take a gap year. And he's created two album covers and his first book cover ever. And so between art and I think that when we have a heartache or when we're missing our friends or missing our family and loved ones and we're in this really crazy world, having those healthy distractions and diving into passions or trying something new you've never tried really does help you get through your day-to-day stuff. And whatever that stuff may be for all of us individuals, when I say stuff, I mean the bad stuff, right? Without Yep. Trying to cuss on your radio station. You can do whatever <laughs> you want to do. You can do whatever you want to do well, on the show, Samantha. I'm pretty rock and roll. When you've been on the road for so long, you're around roadies and everybody. You can't tell a, a whole um, entire place and people working not to cuss. So I now talk like a truck driver. I try to keep it ladies. I'm sorry. <laughs> it all works out in the end. Ladies and gentlemen, the book is called Falling Love Notes, Memories of a Rock Star Wife. Uh, it is available on Amazon and everywhere. Samantha Bennington, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe and healthy, you guys. You as well. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll take a break. Be right back. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I, I did want to say something to her, but I didn't. I didn't know her, and I thought, you know, this might not be right. But my years in the mental health field, when somebody <laughs> oh, yeah. who was no, I wasn't working mental yeah, health for four or five years, when somebody was suffering from depression, all of a sudden seems like on top of the world. Yep. that's when you got to watch them. It's oh, because yeah. they've decided what, to do they've it. De- they've made the decision. Yeah. That's exactly right. So if you if you're listening and you have a friend or relative that suffers with that, don't think that things are cool. Yeah. That's when you really got to pay attention. It's a yeah, weight I off agree. their shoulders kind of yep. thing. It's you know. It's like Doug. soon I won't be suffering anymore. So then they get all elated. Right. They that get into a true. mania and then yeah. Doug, could you do me a favor and not talk on the microphone uh, during the show because people are going to listen to the show, and then I don't want them to know in advance what you've said before they go back and listen to the show, much like writing a book. 
<laughs> oh, I get it. Yes. Tug's like, what? Right. Like, well, where is he going with this? Yeah. What? What? Just what? everything say no comment. I'll say it, yeah. I'll say it on the next show. Yeah, no comment. Yeah, listen, I'll <laughs> say it on the next show. I'm taking the Fifth Amendment on the grounds it may incriminate me. I will voice my opinion on the next episode. Right. Samantha was very sweet, but she doesn't really understand what an interview is all about, yeah. does she? Yeah, sweetheart of a person. I love that. I was 22. He told me he was 21. <laughs> I did like that. I part. started telling girls I was 21 when I was 14. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> I think every guy does that. My, yeah. my major concern, the, 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 you know, the, they have the 18-year-old son, and it's like, man, that's got to be tough when your dad, because my dad tried to hang himself one, and he failed miserably. How can you fail at hanging yourself? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. And I happened to be in the attic when he was doing it, but he didn't know I was there. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, God, yeah. That was a real thrill. I was up in the attic. I'm surprised you aren't more screwed up. Oh, I'm pretty screwed up. He's pretty screwed up. There's no question about that. (laughs) Ask ask Catherine. (laughs) I don't know. It literally has. What? I'm just kidding. I don't think you're that screwed up. I mean... I think you're. You, can, you could be worse. You have. Yeah, that's true. You definitely have a like. I just don't want to deal with reality thing that I think comes from <laughs> what, it. What? What are you, you talking about? Because you stare at the TV all the time, no, and that's I, like. I have to watch the news for my job. Yes, okay. I do. I have to watch all the shows. <laughs> Why do you have? You have to all the shows. I do. Literally, that's all what the I shows. do for a living. That's I'll have you know, I spent five years researching pornography before <laughs> the show. For my job. <laughs> I don't know that you and Andy have ever seen me when it, it does affect me, because I don't. I don't think I. I've ever done that around you, but the the thing, for me, it is a point where if and it's guys, women don't do it to me. Only guys when they get that I'm a tough guy deal going and they push it and push it. I snap, and it ain't pretty, I will tell you that. That is not a pretty sight when I snap. Oh, yeah? <laughs> mm. You're a tough guy, are you? Okay. And it's not that I'm a tough like guy. Like Jackie Gleason in the bar fight? Oh, snap God, like I love that. You know, I was talking about you loving that movie so much. That really helped I'd my like relationship that. with you, because I was going to get rid of you as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Wow. I'll tell you. didn't know I was on thin ice. Have you ever seen the movie? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the movie uh, uh, Soldier in the Rain with Jackie Gleason? If Jackie Gleason was in it, I'm sure I've seen it. Oh my God, he is so good in this movie. It is unbelievable. He and Steve McQueen are like oh, yeah, yeah. sergeants yeah, yeah. in the army it. in the oh, mid-60s. God. One thing, I, and I didn't notice it, and you kept pointing it out. There's so many black people in that movie. There are a lot of black no people. No main actors, but just like nurses and people yeah. working restaurants. I mean, it, it's the probably sergeant, a 30%. The yeah, the sergeant that's working at the captain's uh, front office, he's black. Yep. A lot of black people. And the movie came out like 67. And then they that Asian dude who's like three and a half feet tall. Yeah. Where It's like... I know. <laughs> get him from the I service? don't know where they got that guy. They're all standing, you know, they're standing at attention. And this guy is literally two feet shorter than everybody else. <laughs> two feet? Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. It's like where? Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, probably like Sammy Davis Jr. I'm feeling I, you know, Billy Crystal doing Sammy Davis Jr. was one of my favorite things ever on Saturday Night Live. I'm feeling a lot of spilkus, man. He he converts to Judaism and all of a sudden he speaks Yiddish. Like really? Oh, okay, there, Sammy. Oh, we have a call. We got a caller. We do have a caller. And who's our caller? Hello, who is it? Am I on the air? You're on the air, sir. Can I be part of the family? Yes, you're part of the family now. It all depends how much money you got on you. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I'll talk to you later then. No. Um, all right. I've been, meaning to, I've been meaning to call forever. I love all you guys. I've listened, listened to every word you said since 1987. 
Thank you, sir. But um, when, when do you get um, out? Yeah, when do you get out of prison? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it feels like a prison, but um, yeah, I'll stay with her. I'll stay with her. But, um, oh, oh my god oh boy just the day before thanksgiving huh sure sure so what's happening sure okay so um i'm calling to let you know why i am blessed for thanksgiving okay okay Love anyway you. um so i'm 52 um i grew up in northwest iowa in the middle of nowhere on dairy farm i uh, graduated in 87 um I'm Swedish, Irish, and German, as wide as you can get, just yeah. like you. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so I'm the youngest of four kids, and my sister, um, my oldest sister, went to college in northwest Iowa. And um, in 1980, she met a guy at college, and she got married to him. And uh, he is, uh, he was born in Jamaica. Uh, moved to Patterson, New Jersey, and uh, went to high school. Grew up in Patterson, near New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, and uh, a little different than than when I grew up, how I grew up. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so he ended up going to college on a uh, um, wrestling scholarship in Northwest Iowa, and that's where my sister met him. And they eventually got married. And um, I graduated from high school in '87. Um, I moved in with them at, two weeks after I graduated in Eden Prairie because um, he had they had moved up here. Right. And um, anyway, so and he became my big brother. I mean, I have another. Oh, I have a, a blood big brother. And uh, anyway, so um, some of the things that he taught me, were, it we had the best time. Um, um, he taught me how to drink. He taught me how to, uh, well, he tried to teach me how to dress. Um, he taught me how to talk to girls and, uh, you know, try, you know, dating and stuff. And, uh, you know, he just tried to t- teach me how to grow up. So, but, um, and then by that time they had two kids and we were, I was living with them and my niece and nephew at the time. So there was, uh, well, five of us and a two bedroom apartment in Eden Prairie. But, um, anyway, and then, um, some of the things you taught me over the years is, um, as far as growing up, um, you know, my brother-in-law grew up poor. I grew up poor, you know, I mean, relatively, right. um, my, my brother-in-law's wrestling coach, my brother-in-law was a great wrestler and he got a scholarship in Northwest Iowa, um, and uh, and the, his his step well he calls him his dad because his wrestling coach basically turned into his dad. Okay. But um, yeah, and he said get the hell out of here. And so my brother-in-law ended up in uh, Northwest Iowa, and, uh, and then we ended up in Eden uh in the the Minneapolis area. But um, so you know he grew up urban Jamaican. I grew up on a farm in the Midwest, and, um, you know, we were best buds. I went to work for him. He was a restaurant manager at the time. And um, anyway, I was passive-aggressive, 18, not knowing anything. I still had shit on my boots, you know. (laughs) Okay. Yep, yep. But um, anyway, and then uh, 
um, anyway, I, I eventually married my, uh, um, my, uh, my, uh, high school sweetheart and it'll be 30 years here in this, this June. Congratulations. But thank you. That's, that's also a, uh, uh, note to my brother-in-law. Uh, it's a long story. Anyway. Um, and then, uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you is that, um, uh, he grew up or, uh, him and my sister still live in the Hopkins school district. Mm-hmm. And, um, my, uh, my first niece that they had, um, she, um, graduated with Chris Humphreys. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 And so, uh, they kind of knew the Humphreys family and, um, it was funny because, um, back in the day, um, Chris Humphreys even came over and played, uh, uh, volleyball at my sister sister's house and uh my brother-in-law made christer chris humphreys call him mr so-and-so so he was all about you know raising kids right mm-hmm. and uh anyway anyway so uh he's uh my best friend uh i must say but um that was the uh, connection to that and uh anyway but my sister and brother-in-law have uh four great um kids that all went to college and finished college and they have great jobs and uh anyway but i just, I just want to tell you that that you know i got there's blessings out there and yep. um that's a black white thing doesn't mean a thing i couldn't agree more and i wish people would stop using race as their human shield i really wish they'd stop doing that you're a hundred percent right and i appreciate your call today sir thank you you betcha happy, all right i'll happy do it thanksgiving have thanksgiving We'll be back, second hour.